1: Well, certainly it is i think uh, one of the big big talking points certainly for the true government you know when a, we talk about affordability and cost of living issues one of the first things they will point to is the creation of their national daycare program it is huge it is we are saving parents money 10 dollars your kids are in everything's great right but is it actually delivering? Because we're seeing more and more headlines that suggest, yeah, not all is merry in the daycare world. And then we talked to Tom Korsky, who lays out in Black Locks, that the program has a $30 billion subsidy. So it's not cheap, and it's only creating a fraction of the spaces needed. And so remember, the initial promise was 276,000 spaces would be created to date. They've only managed to make 80,100 new spots. So if you're in a place like Toronto, if you're in a big urban center, certainly, you're competing for spots that don't exist. Period. End of discussion. There are not enough spaces and there are a lot of kids. So is it working? I mean, the talking points will tell you it is. But I'm not sure the experience of those in the system right now will agree. Let me bring in Danielle Wittek, Director of Programming for NIAID Community Incorporated, which uh, runs seven nonprofit child care centers in Scarborough schools. Thank you so much, Danielle, for joining. Hi, how are you? We've um, heard of some daycares who have just said, can't do it, closing doors. Others like yourself are, are trying to navigate your way through with some obvious challenges. Lay it out, what, what you're seeing and, and, and what is working and what's not working under this daycare uh, program.
0: Well, the, the notion of the federal government and their commitment to $10 a day childcare is a wonderful invite. Um, but as we have found is that this bucket that has been given to us as a gift is full of many holes, and it's now, instead of being you know, proactive from the get-go, we are being active, and we're just trying to fill those holes. Um, one of our biggest issues we're facing is that the federal government has put a lot of money forth, but we don't have the provincial government putting more money into this system. Uh, we've been guaranteed a minimum wage floor to go up as of January, but yet we haven't heard from Stephen Lecce how this is playing out, and we haven't seen it yet. A lot of promises. Because I think
1: this, I want to I make sure, and so is it that the province has said we, we don't have more money to give? Did the feds promise something on behalf of the province, or are they in a political game? Like, who, who's offline here?
0: I believe it's a a political game. It's, um, you know, our provincial government is saying, well, I want the federal government to give more money. And the federal government is, we've given you enough money to create these spots. I mean, the agreements were the same across each province. And when I look at, you know, out to the east, they are creating these spaces. They are creating a pension for their, their child care workers. They are creating more. Um, When we we come to Ontario, we're still stagnant. We're we're still in a standstill. We haven't seen anything come. And like you said, Mm. the city of Toronto being one of the biggest areas in this country, you would think we would be the one that people are looking for for direction.
1: Well, and just given votes, right, vote-rich uh, Toronto. Having said yeah. that, there are other jurisdictions that are having some issues. I mean, Quebec's had a plan in place forever, so we don't even worry about them. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, Alberta, BC, we're, we're hearing about these problems, uh, province to province. And, you know, it's it's one of these things where I think it's easy to promise, but once you actually start parsing through some of the costs and challenges, it, it is much bigger. So we kind of get a half, half for lack of better words, half-assed kind of, production that that people like yourself are, are left to deal with right and if you close you're the bad guy but there have to be so many parts put in place by provincial and federal governments that if they don't come to fruition you're you and other owners are left on on you know holding the bag
0: correct and like it's been stated many childcare operators are entering the 2024 year in a deficit so what, my, what I don't understand is why are we being held with the deficit when it should be the provincial government held with the deficit right now? Um, how do we try and open up spots when, when we're not getting the funding that we need to open those spots? Yes, we can go and get a building and open it up because that funding is there. But how do we bring the people in? How do we get the educators to come fill these spots? Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, so... Yes, we've got funding to buy a building, but we don't have the funding to support sure. that building. And again, and, and, this is where the bucket is full of holes. And how do we clog the holes? Right. And
1: you know, to your point about being short worker, I mean, we're short workers in in every uh, area. Mm-hmm. Is it the province that creates the spaces, or is it the feds? Because you know, if you can create the spaces, then I think that alleviates a huge amount of of the problem. Right? People will come, but you got to give. I think daycare operators like yourselves, um,
0: the opportunity to build a plan
1: around what you know is coming and you just don't know.
0: Exactly. And like I said, we, we can do the, the, We can get the spots filled. We have seven centers, but each geographic area within the city itself is different. We have centers where we have lots of spaces open. We have a couple of centers where we have wait lists. It all depends on each community. And like they said, there are communities that have no support to childcare. We have some communities where we have five child cares on every corner, and those are ones that do not have white space. So, you know, there's a lot of um, when people think of child care, they just think it's just simple, easy little space where kids go and, you know, care happens. But it is um, in tr- it, there's many different spectrums to child care. We are regulated by many different layers within the city. Mm -hmm. We have funding Mm -hmm. on many different layers. We have the municipality. We have the provincial. And so the $10 day daycare, we don't want to see it go. We want to see it succeed more than anything. We've been asking for this since the, the year of the child in 1980. Every child deserves a publicly funded childcare. It's not only good for the children, it's good for the economic, it's great for women. It gets them back into the workplace. So all around I I just I'm I'm so appreciative of these of you guys having these dialogues with us and I don't know why the government is not having the dialogue with the sector. What do we need? Well, what is
1: going to support the system? I mean, the bottom line is they take the headlines. And we've seen this, whether it's housing or there's so many sectors yeah. that we can kind of put it out there where we get the grand big announcement, but then you read the fine print and it's like cobbled together and it doesn't make sense and then it doesn't work. You know, we're seeing that over and over and over again. I think parents uh, certainly just want some clarity if they're going to get their kid in a spot. And I think business owners like you are saying, are we going to be able to open or you know, do we have to close our doors? And so what is the situation as you see it, if da- if something doesn't change in the next six months, right? Like we're getting into summer months and, and certainly a new school year, parents have to think about where they're going to put the kid. But what is, what does the um, landscape of daycare look like if, if it doesn't change immediately and they don't figure out their stuff?
0: Uh, I mean, I can only compare to what happened through COVID where the 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 pro the the municipalities gave us money to support during COVID to stay open to support. Um, is that going to be again what's going to happen? Are we going to get money thrown at us to say here we need you to stay open because we know how important it is and we're hoping that the other levels of government will now support our deficit that we're going into. Is that how it's happening? Yeah. Is that's what's working? I don't mm-hmm. know, but is that what? Is that what's going to happen? Because they know the importance of childcare sure. and the nonprofit sector. Oh, yeah. It needs to stay. And like I said, ten dollars a day is right now. We were uh, we were looking at what an infant childcare spot right now without the Sea Wealth would be, and parents would be paying two thousand dollars a month. Right now, mm-hmm. with the Sea Wealth, they're paying less than a thousand. We need to get yeah. that down to ten dollars a day. And twenty twenty six, we're supposed to see it, but will we get there?
1: That is the no. great unknown.
0: Great unknown. Yeah,
1: All right. Well, we'll uh, keep digging away at it. Danielle, appreciate it and certainly hope things get back on track for businesses like yours. I know you guys have had a number of challenges, so thank you.
0: Thank you. Have a great that day. Is
1: that. You as well, Daniel Whittack, who uh, runs NIAID Community Incorporated. They've got seven nonprofit child care centers in Scarborough, but they are one of many just kind of in this limbo. And again, we get these big, big announcements. It's daycare or it's pharmacare or all these things and then you read the fine print and you're like, this program doesn't work because there's too many levels of, you know, bureaucracy. There's too many, you know, redundancies in the system that block up getting stuff done. But again, where are the spaces? If there's no spaces, how on earth do you expect that parents will be able to get their kids in?